The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in today. This topic that we're going to discuss is all about finding something that works for you to relieve some stress that you might be feeling. And if you have MS, please know that you likely might be in a state of constant stress. Even if it's not high stress, it might be so low that you don't recognize it. But simply because your body is fighting a disease, that automatically can put it into a stressful situation more so than someone who doesn't have MS or isn't fighting a chronic illness. So having a strategy to implement consistently to reduce your stress levels can be immensely important and almost integral in reducing some of your symptoms. I'm sure that I am not the first person to tell you this, but it's really important to understand that stress can trigger any symptom that you have experienced thus far. And the the sneaky thing about stress is that sometimes you don't even know you're stressed until you feel something worsening. And I do not have MS, but just in my personal life, I have two examples of when I didn't know I was stressed. I didn't feel stressed but something happened. And so one of those experiences was when I was in grad school. Now, of course, grad school is a stressful situation. It was basically you were either in class or studying 24-7. But honestly, I didn't feel stressed. I was enjoying what I was learning, and I honestly felt like my normal self until my hair started thinning. And this was in my first full year of graduate school. It's a three-year program. And my hair started thinning like crazy. And I went to see a dermatologist to see if they could figure out what was going on. Long story short, nothing was going on other than the fact that I was stressed. And the way that my body responded was by losing my hair. And this also happened, but not with hair loss or hair thinning, when I was working at one of my jobs. It was a newer job for me, and it was in the physical therapy realm, but it was a very stressful situation. There were a lot of people and bosses that I was trying to please while starting this new program. And again, I didn't feel stressed in the moment, but I started having the worst GI issues. And it didn't click for me until about maybe two or three months of experiencing this to realize, oh, maybe I'm stressed. (laughs) 
<laughs> and it sounds so silly looking back on this because in the moment I didn't feel stressed, but it clearly was a stress response. So the reason I share those two stories is because sometimes we don't actually feel stressed until we're noticing a worsened symptom or potentially even a new symptom. I had never had hair thinning before. So to me, I didn't realize, oh, I'm thinning, my, my hair is thinning. That means that I'm stressed. Or, oh, I have GI issues. That means I'm stressed. I hadn't experienced that before. And had I known that it was related to stress, I would have taken action a bit sooner. And it's one reason why now I purposely prioritize various forms of mindfulness and self-care to reduce that proactively. However, one of the first things that you will hear or see if you ask someone, well, how do I relieve my stress? And is likely meditate. And I'm not going to call anyone out, or maybe I will. It was my mom. <laughs> I was talking to my mom about meditation at one point, and I was telling her that I was really enjoying this specific app. I believe the app was called Calm. I don't use it anymore, but I was using it for a while. And I really enjoyed their guided meditation. And she commented back saying like, oh, well, non-guided meditation is best. Like the type where you can just sit and you're silent, that's what's going to give you the best benefit. And I just feel like that does two things. One, it makes you feel like you're what you're currently doing to help yourself isn't good enough. But also it puts that expectation out there that there's one best thing for each person. And you may have heard this yourself. You might have a friend or a family member who have said, oh, the best strategy to relieve stress is this. Or the best thing to reduce your fatigue is this, or the best thing for XYZ is this. And I just want to call out for anyone who needs to hear this. That is not true. There is no best thing for each individual person, especially when it comes to MS and especially when it comes to stress. We all process stress differently. And so on this episode, I just wanted to share with you four of the techniques that I have been using to help reduce stress, bring up more mindfulness, and in a way, meditate that works for me because it's not their traditional meditation. My first thing that lately for the past two years or so has been my go-to way to just get mindful and be in the present moment and relieve stress is to color in a coloring book. And I actually purchased on Amazon a an adult coloring book, and I specifically looked for images that brought me joy, and so I chose one that has a bunch of flowers, but there was a bunch of just animals and wildlife and just a, a bunch of different options, but I chose one that brought me joy, and I specifically chose one that did not look challenging. There are some adult coloring books that are very intense. It's almost like it's for artists, like the amount that you need to color in is ridiculous. And there's just really small lines and intricate figures and shapes and sizes. No, 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 none of that. This is supposed to be a calming experience. And so I chose flowers that were really big. It was not very intricate designs. 
And just simply coloring in that coloring book is something that calms me down and brings me joy. So that is something that recently I've found a lot of relief in. And I actually mentioned it to one of my favorite MS neurologists, Dr. Aaron Boster, and he loved it. And he was like, oh my gosh, that's that's great. I'm going to start mentioning that to all of my patients. Because so often we're told, meditate. And while meditation is great, it's not always doable and feasible for all of us right away. It takes practice. But when it when you have something that takes practice, that means that you might not feel that stress relief and the benefits of that until you get better at it. So should you still practice? Yes, absolutely. But also, it's going to be important that you have something in the meantime that can help you feel better. So coloring in a coloring book is one of my favorite ways to do that. Another way that I like to do that is through belly breathing. If you don't know what this is, well, I'll do a quick recap right now, and then I'll tell you how I implement it. So belly breathing is when you breathe in through your nose, and then you breathe out through your mouth, specifically with pursed lips, like this. However, you coordinate that with what your belly is doing. So as you breathe in through your nostrils, your belly puffs out just a little. You don't have to exaggerate it a ton, but your belly comes out. And then as you exhale, your belly comes in. Now, this might feel very foreign to you. If you are someone that has never done belly breathing before, you might be looking at me like I'm crazy right now. It definitely takes some practice, but it's a way that can calm you down because it actually activates your vagus nerve. And when your vagus nerve is activated, it calms you down. It can release stress in your body. So breathing in through your nose, and your belly expands, exhaling through your mouth, and your belly collapses. Now, this feels very different, likely, for you because typically when we breathe in, our chest rises and, and our whole body kind of comes up. And then as we exhale, our chest lowers. So instead of being chest breathers during this exercise, we're being belly breathers or belly breathing. It's also called diaphragmatic breathing. So focusing on this type of breath work has been really relaxing for me. And the way that I like to implement it is just in about four or five breaths at one time. And so if I'm in a moment Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm responding to a bunch of emails and I'm feeling really overwhelmed and stressed and there's just a lot going on, or I'm trying to multitask and there's too much happening. I will just sit and take four or five belly breaths. I don't know how long it takes, probably a minute, if that, maybe one minute and 30 seconds max if I'm going really slow, but it's just something really easy to implement throughout my day. Whereas the coloring in a coloring book is usually at the end of the day. So I have to wait all day to do that. So the belly breathing is something that is just easy to implement in hopes that my stress levels don't rise too high because I'm lowering them periodically throughout the day. The third way that I like to reduce stress and be more mindful 
is by doing a body check. I've also heard this called the body exam, but essentially what I like to do is close my eyes and you can be seated or lying down or in any relaxed position. You wouldn't want to do this standing so you might lose your balance. You wouldn't want to do it driving, at least not with your eyes closed. You could do it, but keep your eyes open. But what you do is you keep you close your eyes if you're able to, and you just do a body scan. So what is happening starting all the way at the top of your head, all the way down to your feet, but you go really slow. So I'm just going to give you an example and I'm going to move pretty quickly through this, but this usually takes me about five minutes to get through. So as I'm sitting in a relaxed position and my eyes are closed, I'm just checking in with different body parts. How is my head feeling today? Do I have any headaches? Do I feel anything? Do I feel anxious? What is my head feeling right now? And the answer might be stress or anxious or nothing or a headache. You know, it doesn't, what your answers are to each of these areas and body parts doesn't matter. We're not trying to fix anything. We're just scanning. We're just becoming aware. So let me start over again. So how does my head feel today? Do I notice anything? Do I feel anything? And I don't try to think of, am I stressed? Am I anxious? I'm just seeing, does anything come to me when I'm specifically focusing on my head? And if I am feeling stressed or if I am feeling a headache, I will feel it. But if I'm not feeling a headache or stress, I won't feel it. So I'm just checking in. What does my head feel like? That'll move down. What does my jaw feel like? Is it tense? Is it not tense? Is anything happening there? If you have a cold right now, you could check in with your nose, with your sinuses, with your eyes. You can check in in any body part. Once you're done there, you can move down to your neck. How is your neck feeling? And how are your shoulders feeling? Do you feel a lot of stress? Do you need to lower them and relax them? Then from there, we can move down. How's your heart feeling? Does your heart feel anxious? Does it feel like it's beating faster? Does it feel calm? Does it feel anywhere in between those two emotions? How is it feeling? And again, we're not trying to fix it. We're just becoming aware. And then we can lower. How's your belly feeling? Anything happening there today? How are your hips feeling? How's your spine feeling? We can move down to your knees or even your thighs, your calves, your ankles, and your feet. And with each of these areas, you're just asking yourself, what am I feeling today? There's no right or wrong. We're not trying to fix anything, but what are you feeling? We're just becoming aware. And for me, that process, again, it usually takes about five minutes or so. It's so calming. And I think one reason it's calming is because I'm not trying to fix anything. I'm not focusing on, oh, my heart feels anxious. It's beating a little bit faster now. What's causing that? And what can I do today to reduce that? Of course, there is a time and place for that, and we can think about that later. But for now, we're just kind of focusing on what our body is currently feeling. Now, if you are in a lot of stress and therefore that is a stressful exercise for you, then maybe you don't choose this option. But at least for me, usually, even if I am experiencing a headache or some anxiety or overwhelm, it's something that can calm me down. My last and final technique that I like to use for mindfulness is just simply being in the present moment. And so what that would mean right now is focusing on 
all the different senses. Am I smelling anything right now or tasting anything right now? Personally, I am not. But what am I seeing? Right now, I am looking into my camera. And when I look into my camera, what I am seeing is it's actually a light pink camera. And over on the right side, there is a little bright light that is on indicating that it is turned on. Over on the left side, there is a little... Um, area that is for a microphone. And I'm looking right into the lens and it looks like there's actually three layers of the lens. Right behind it is a clasp so that when I'm not using the camera, I can put the clasp over it so that I no longer see the lens. And so I'm getting really specific with what am I seeing? Or even if you're looking at a picture, if I look up, I actually have a picture of a Highland cow. One of my friends is a really amazing photographer and she took this picture in person and framed it. And I could be looking at what is the photo frame like? What colors do I see in the photo? What images do I see in the photo? So with your sight, get really particular with what you are seeing. I also like to do this with feeling. And most of the times that I do this, I'm seated, but you could also do this standing. But focus on what are you feeling? Can you feel the chair underneath you? Can you feel what's underneath your feet? If you move your toes around, can you feel your shoes? Or right now I'm wearing slippers. I can feel the softness of my slippers. Right now, I have my left elbow on the armrest, but my right elbow isn't touching anything. I can feel the armrest underneath my left elbow. And if I release it, I can feel my shoulders sag down a bit more. Does my stomach feel any way right now? Are you touching something else right now? What are you feeling? And I love this practice because it could take two seconds. You, all you need to focus on is, can I feel the chair beneath me? And just taking a second or two to really feel the chair beneath you puts you in more of a mindful moment. And then you can go back to doing what you're doing. So this activity could take you as long as you want or as short as you want. I will often do this if I'm in a car, whether I'm driving or if I'm the passenger, and I feel like there's a lot going on in my head. I just got to calm my mind down. Focus on the present moment. And this is almost always something that will release your stress right away, or at the very least, it will reduce it. So I'm just going to quickly recap those for you. Some of the first technique that I mentioned was coloring in a coloring book. The second was belly breathing, which is also called diaphragmatic breathing. The third is a body check or a body scan. And the fourth is just being in the present moment. And these four strategies have really helped me reduce stress, not only all at once, but just throughout the day so that it doesn't build up to my highest tolerance and that I'm noticing hair thinning or or GI issues. So I hope you find those helpful, especially if you are someone where meditation hasn't worked for you yet. As I mentioned, meditation, guided or not, is always going to be a good option, but it does take time. It takes consistency. So still practice that. But in the meantime, find something that can work for you. For some people, 
it's exercise. That's what helps reduce their stress. And that's what helps them be more mindful. And they really focus on each exercise. So there are lots of strategies, but these are just four more unique ones that I have found to help me. So I hope they help you too. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you love this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.